We've got a tag team tournament, we've got a new number one contender, and we've got a look inside the inner circle. Buckle up after buzzers, it's going to be a good one. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, the buzz. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to you live from Los Angeles, California, and have we got a show for you. We've got news, we've got some information on AEW Dark, and we've got all sorts of other fun segments coming up for you. But before we get going, let me introduce my amazing panel. First up, all the way over to the far, far left, we've got Roger Corral, our wrestling expert. He started watching wrestling back when he caught the Rock's elbow pad during a people's elbow, I, I believe, when you were younger. Still feeling it to this day. <laughs> we also have here with us Jessica O'Connor, our sideline reporter here in studio with us. Jessica, how you doing today? I'm back and I'm blonder. <laughs> I love it. Well, we've got such a big, big show. All sorts of big things happening. Let me start off first. What's your... Well, before uh, we get going, we got to know who the captain of the show is. The he's captain, far too modest. He's he too always forgets. All I'm always excited. It's all about the team here. I'm Jack Farmer. I'm your host. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to dive into this show that I didn't have time. Also, shout out to Josh in the booth. Thank you for watching out for me one more time. <laughs> so, the show. It was a big show. A lot of stuff happened yeah. today. show. Let me hear your guys' thoughts. So much fun. I thought yeah. there was even more energy. Maybe not so much the crowd. The first crowd was super hot, but I think within the ring, there was way more energy and excitement. Yeah, absolutely. Roger, what do you I think? I felt like a more polished show. And I actually like that the crowd was a little harder to get mm-hmm. their attention. Because that's part of the fun. You know, you travel from city to city and you got to earn those people. Yeah, so. yeah, I really ag- I agree. I think it was cool that the crowd was still super hot. I think most of the time people would say this was an amazing crowd. Of course, the first ever episode yeah. was just a little bit hotter. But a great show. I loved how we took all of the crazy shenanigans and hijinks of episode one and started to tie it together to create a real storyline that's building. And we have a couple smaller storylines and what looks to be a big overarching storyline. Um, of course, I'm just going to dive right in. Kind of the biggest thing that happened, I believe, is the, the inner circle. I loved how Jericho came out and really just told us everything we wanted to know. <laughs> Are they going to stay together? Do they have a team? Who's on the team? Roger, how do you like this team coming together? He answered all of our questions. They even have, they're selling shirts now. Mm-hmm. Like, they were already wearing uh, Yeah, shirts. Sammy Guevara came out with the brand new shirt by the time the main event happened. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that was great. That was cool. Yeah, are, are, you, uh, are you all in with the uh, inner <laughs> the circle? inner circle? Yeah. I think last week I was a little iffy. They mesh well. I actually enjoyed it really well. I, I thought the promo that Jericho pulled was great. And again, he worked with that crowd. Like, he mm-hmm. made that promo work. So I was happy by the end of it. I love how they kept trying to be with him, and he kept cutting them off. Like, I loved how they were like, thank you, Jericho. And he was like, shut up and sit down. You stupid Uh, idiot. You stupid idiot. And he just kept berating them no matter how much they tried to join in. I thought that was such great heel work. Jessica, are you 
are you are you a fan of the inner circle or are you like these guys are jerks? How do you feel about it? I'm them? a fan of the inner circle's confidence. You know, they <laughs> let you know who they are. They Chris Jericho, we are the inner circle. You're welcome. Mic drop. Like there was no room for debate. This is who we are. We're setting the tone. You're going down. They definitely didn't come in with this, let's prove ourselves and show them that we're worth our time. They (laughs) came in with, I love this group. I agree. At the end of the episode last week, I was like, this seems like a weird mashup of people. But for some reason, when they were all together, it looked like a perfect group. Because you had... You had, obviously, Jericho, the leader. You had the muscle in Jake Hager. Mm-hmm. You had sort of the 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 dirty work guys <laughs> in uh, Santana and Ortiz. And you had the cocky young guy yeah. in Guevara. It was so cool. And I love how, he, how Jericho literally goes through each of them and tells us why they are in the group and mm-hmm. why they are great. Because... You know, because Kavara is the the heartthrob. I love that he, <laughs> he called uh, uh, Ortiz and Santana the pit bulls. Yeah. And he, he talks about how uh, Jack Jake Hager is a undefeated MMA guy, and I, I love that. Who's your favorite member of the uh, the inner circle currently? I, I'm leaning towards Sammy Guevara. He's he's winning me over. I feel like he looks really cocky. He looks confident, and he looks cool. He he, he, he <laughs> like, is cool. He does have that perfect kind of heel look where you sort of want to slap him in the face. He looks he looks kind of like <laughs> a jerk. Slappable. Right? Highly He's slappable. Highly slappable. <laughs> Honestly, Sammy Guevara is like one of those smug teenagers that you just see. And smug. Just like, it's just one of those just like faces you just going to go. Perfect word. Yeah. Yep. Smug. Yeah. Smuggy Guevara. Smuggy uh, Guevara. <laughs> yes. Uh, Je- Jessica, who's who's your pick on the? Uh, Okay, I'll show you. On the, the inner, the inner circle. <laughs> uh, with the, we have impressions. Although this I week. think I blinked, I probably shouldn't have blinked. I think everyone knows who I'm talking about. The Jake Hager, the, the mountain of a man. Jake Hager. He was. I mean, I hate to use the word stone cold, but like he was a freaking. <laughs> he was like a block of stone. Yeah. It, yeah, it was interesting seeing him next to Santana and Ortiz. Being two different types of scary, crazy yeah. looking. Because yeah. he had the, I'm not moving, scary, crazy. And then the other two had more of the... <laughs> like, I'm in move, your face. Yeah. Yeah. His tongue wicked yeah. out. Yes. Uh, I, I thought it was a really cool gesture, too, with the uh, Viva La Rasa thing on Eddie Guerrero's uh, yeah. birthday. Mm-hmm. That was a, a little sud, subtle, you know, shout out Eddie Guerrero. Uh, subtle little thing added in there. I think this group is awesome. Oh, I also, I have to say, Jericho took a shot uh, at... Uh, at, at the, the WWE. He did. He there. even threw in an S word that we cannot say on air. I feel, I feel like Jericho watched the broadcast and heard some of the things the commentary team said and was like, oh, I'm allowed to say all this now, huh? In, was, that case. in that case. He was, uh, he was definitely pushing the, uh, the buttons of uh, standards and practices today. But I think this group is so cool. I'm such a big fan of, of this group already. I wish I could be a part of the group. You know, this is I know they're supposed to be bad guys, but I want to be a part of this group, right? And I'm wondering what I would look like if I was in the group managing. Oh, there we go. We oh have my a, God. we have a video. That's me oh I think God. cutting a promo managing the inner circle. I think I fit in just just perfect there. I think we I could be the manager of the inner circle. Jericho 
Hit me up, man. At me. On I Twitter. honestly wouldn't want to mess with that group right there. To that, be man, like yeah, well, what have you done to <laughs> That is a very dangerous looking group, especially with the manager, Jack Farmer, running the show there. Uh, so shout out to Dylan Matthews, by the way, for putting that together. Uh, one of our, our, uh, our, our viewers. Um, you look great. That was great. I, that's, I, I think I fit in. Jericho. Me, I want to be a part of the inner circle. I think the name's perfect too, because it's got that very Hollywood vibe, and Jericho has that rock star kind of, kind of Hollywood. Very exclusive. Very, exclusive. very not. You're not allowed. Sorry. Yeah, you're not part of this crew. You, you inner can't, circle only. You can't sit with us. Kind of. You uh, cannot sit with us. Kind of, kind of vibe. That obviously takes us to the end of the show, which is uh, a tag team match. A tag team match that I thought was. It was solid. It was good. You know it's the Mac oh. oh, I don't know. If, uh, <laughs> I don't know if the Mac is the Mac Militant all elite now. Is uh, is, is uh, Teddy Long all we elite? We can make now? it all elite. He's all elite. Uh, you're all elite, Teddy Long. You heard it here first. Breaking news. Um, yes. Yeah, wow. so, so we have a tag team match. We have um, Dustin and the Hangman Adam Page versus Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Just from a match standpoint, before all the shenanigans, hijinks, and flim flam. <laughs> Roger, what did you think of the match? Before chaos ensued. Yes. <laughs> I, I like the match. It was good. And I like Tony Schiavone complimented Hangman. Um, he said he reminded him of Barry Windham. Uh, back in the 80s, 90s, um, he was one of the original members of the Four Horsemen. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think he, he he gives me those vibes. He gives me Stone Cold vibes as well. I think there's a lot of optimism in terms of where uh, Hangman's career is going to go. And, yeah, him teaming him up with Dustin, I think everyone did a great job. I enjoyed the match. It was a very solid match. I thought it was a very good way to get a lot of people kind of rubbing shoulders with people who are supposed to be on the higher end. Obviously, Dustin's a legend, and obviously Jericho's the champion and a legend as well. It gives Hangman and Guevara a chance to sort of mix in with them. Uh, Jessica, let me ask you. uh, Hangman lost last week. He lost this week. What's going on with Hangman Adam Page? Is he going to get out of this? He's slipping. Well, he has that, like, good guy-like ability, so I'm hoping, I mean, I think he could use a win just for, you know, his well-being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. I don't really know. Fingers are crossed. I'm I'm yeah. Team Hangman. Anyone who has the confidence to wear chaps to the ring has yes. my... Thank you for reminding me. I wrote him best dressed, guys. He was my best dressed this evening. Loved the bandana, loved the chaps, loved everything about it. He rocked a little glitter. Best dress. Best dress. Stripper cowboy. Best dress. Stripper cowboy. I like what I like. <laughs> um, but it is a cool look. We were, we were talking uh, backstage about how I'm a fan of the glitter. I like glitter. I don't care. Judge mm-hmm. me. I'm a glitter fan. Um, so, of course... Uh, Hager's out there, he gets involved, and him and Hangman do end up getting a little brawl that takes them out of the picture for a little bit. Uh, Jessica, do you think we're going to see more of that build? Do you think we see a little feud, a little rivalry between those two that Hangman maybe has to try to take down the big man? Or do you think this is just like, hey, groups are going to fight? I could see it. Yeah, I could see a little rivalry of brewing, but I don't know. I said that last week. I kind of appreciated that they took us in different directions that I thought the rivalries were going to go. Yeah. Do you think Hangman has a chance against the Man Mountain Jack Hager? (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll, we'll get used to it. We'll get used to it. <laughs> I don't know. Do you? I, I actually, I agree with you. I like that everything's mixing up. I, I think, you know, we have a weekly show to go to before we get to our main pay-per-view. So the more we mix things up, and I, I enjoy that. And in terms of Jake Hager, I don't know if anyone could actually take him. I forgot how big that guy is. He is he's, a mountain. He's a mammoth over mm-hmm. everyone else. He looks bigger every time I see him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just he keeps growing. He keeps growing. <laughs> he's, he's like the Incredible Hulk. He's like the, the angrier he gets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I lo- and going back to the, the promo, actually, I love how they did reiterate that he is an undefeated MMA legit fighter yeah. as well. Because yeah. in this day and age, obviously, with wrestling and MMA blending together more and more I think having that legitimacy just adds a little bit more to the to, fear factor to the fear the fear, the fear factor uh, one of my favorite moments of the night is obviously after those two get pulled aside there's more hijinks happening in the ring more fighting more beating down and MJF comes out <laughs> Okay, the that homie. Was, the homie. <laughs> I was nervous. That was, this was probably my favorite moment of the show. Spoiler alert, my favorite moment of the show. MJF comes out. We alluded to this last Scarf week. Scarf included. Let's not forget. Scarf included. I'm sure like he saw his friends getting beat up and he's like running out. He's like, oh wait, my scarf. Hold my scarf. It. Wait a minute. <laughs> he puts it on. Now, do we like so he comes out? He's, he's got the chair, and he's got the, the age-old wrestling decision. We see it. The bad guy's holding the friend. Yeah. He's holding the chair. And I love just that moment as a fan where we all know, will he or won't he? Is he going to be evil? Is he going to be good? He's obviously acted like a heel his, as long as I've seen him in AEW. Um, but he makes a choice. And we kind of alluded to this last week. Roger, as he's holding the chair, what's going through your mind? I think MJF is bidding his time. Because what was going through my mind is, he's going to do it. And I'm going to think that every single week. Mm -hmm. I don't... I I think he's bidding his time, and when the time is right, he's going to attack Cody. He doesn't feel like a loyal friend. Mm, (laughs) I like that take, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't thinking that, but I can see it now. That's a lot... That's a... That would be a fun yeah. twist. I feel yeah. like there's some resentment there. You just you feel it. You could tell he doesn't like Cody. So I'm not buying. He the wasn't friendship. fully leaning into exactly. that hug. You know, there was a little yeah. like. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it. You know, those are like the my favorite kind of heroes, though the ones you're not quite sure what side they're on. He reminds me a lot of Loki from the the Marvel movies, where mm. you grow yeah. to, you grow to love him, but you can never really trust him, and you always think something's going to happen. I will say when he when he stayed true to Cody and he became a, a good guy for this moment I popped yeah, I loved the crowd it popped. I <laughs> loved it and and we were saying he's probably going to become a face before the end of the AEW which could be forever but uh I just loved it I think it could he be right now and I'll, I'll throw this to both of you if you were to rank the good guys in AEW right now is he number one? Is he number two? Ooh. Is he number three? Where would you... What? Who's the good guy right now? Who are the good guys that you would rank above MJF as far as who the crowd would cheer for? Cody, probably. Cody's right? one. I Co- think he's number Cody's one. Cody's number one. Fair. But you made a very good point last week. Besides the, all the elite guys, it starts getting a little iffy. Mm-hmm. And I think I could see MJ- MJF being number two, honestly. If he chooses good. <laughs> he <could laughs> that's a, that's go a fair evil. point. It, we don't know yet. That's a good point because John Moxley, the same thing. I don't know if these guys are considered good guys. Like I wouldn't trust John Moxley with my life mm-hmm. either. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, it's something that, that we had discussed a little bit backstage. AEW is in an interesting situation right now where it seems like everyone gets cheered. Even Jericho, obviously, was getting cheered. I, even the bad guys are getting cheers. Is this a problem for AEW? Do they need to make us start to boo, or should they just embrace the fact that we, we love everyone? We love the show, so we're embracing the heroes, we're embracing the villains. Is that a good thing, or is that problematic long-term? Um, I think it might have just been specific to this night, because I think there was some trash talk in episode one that I was kind of like, uh. <laughs> but tonight, yeah, I think there was just like a general excitement. That's true. It, it felt a little right. different than the first episode. I would embrace it, to be honest. I'm a huge fan of the NWO. Yes. To me, that's Too the, sweet. the best forever <laughs> for life for life, for life. <laughs> it's not just a catchphrase people <laughs> to me that's the standard of a cool group and right. that that group was so cool that it didn't matter who they attacked people cheered and i think the same thing's gonna happen here um we said it about mjf we said it about other people when you're really cool eventually everyone wants to hang mm-hmm. out with you yes <laughs> That's that, I think that's true, and I, I agree. I think having them embrace that is probably the right idea because I think it, people are going to enjoy cheering. It gives them it gives them more flexibility on how they can set up matches instead of worrying about well we can't have two bad guys face each other. And we saw a bit of that today with the the John Moxley and Sean Spears match yeah. because those are two people before that match started I viewed as as bad guys as heels mm-hmm. and. They obviously were were not. One, you know, I, I think people love Moxley whether or not he's, he's playing. He, he seems like he plays a heel because he keeps attacking Kenny Omega. But um, Pac seems like he's playing a heel as well. But yeah, that people, guy's that guy's bad. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he, he's, he's definitely a bad guy. Um, which leads me to my next question, which is very similar. If we were to rank the the heels right now, the bad guys, Jericho is clearly number, he's one. number yeah. one. Who's the second biggest heel right now? That's a good Ooh, question. I don't know if I could pick a number two right now. Is it Pac? He's undefeated. He's a, a, he's a jerk. He's low-key. I feel like he doesn't yeah. have as big of a presence. Right. But maybe on evilness alone, he's yeah. number two. Low-key bad. <laughs> yeah. He's he definitely low-key bad. <laughs> low-key bad. Hashtag low-key bad. Low-key um, he, he is definitely lurking in the shadows, it seems. And he is undefeated. That needs. I think that needs to be reiterated mm-hmm. in, in AEW because I don't know how many other people are undefeated right now outside of Jericho. Is there anyone You're else? You're right. Chat, chat rule. Is there anyone who is currently undefeated in AEW besides Pac? Because I don't know if there is anybody else, which means... He, that's a, a huge deal, but yeah. That besides Jericho, deal. there is sort of a a mix of who could be the next big heel. I think the... everyone is ex- sorry. I think everyone's yeah. just really excited to see everyone. I feel like everyone gets a pop to some degree. Yeah. Um. Someone in our chat room is mentioning that MJF gets booed when he's on his own, but then whenever he that is a good point. Yeah. When he yeah. interacts with Cody, we kind of cheer for the guy. So it goes back yeah. to like I don't know if these guys are all in between. Which I think is kind of cool, or if they have actual good or bad motives, I can't tell. Right. It's, yeah, I think I think that just gives them, as mentioned, more flexibility. They don't need to worry about, we can only match these guys up against these guys and these girls up against these girls. I think it gives them a lot of flexibility in that regard. Uh, but before we get going any further, I want to go ahead and pass it on over to Jessica. Jessica, can you cut a promo and let all of our lovely viewers know where they can find us? Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to After Buzz. Every week, we keep going because of you guys. It's really important that you like, subscribe, tune in, and of course, engage with us, whether it's in the chat or in the comments, at After Buzz TV. And thank you so much.
Yeah. Ding, Boom. Ding. Yeah, especially right now as we're a new a new show. These these comments and these likes. I know we we beat people down with comments and likes and that kind of thing. But as a new show, it's important. People don't know where to find us. And the way people find us is through these different things. So if you could share the show as well, I think that would be a very awesome thing to do. Shout out to Johan Pena, who always shares the show. Thank you so much, Pena, yes, for, for doing it. The House of Pena. The I, House uh, of Pena. I definitely, Great name. We definitely appreciate <laughs> that. So, yeah, the more you share, hey, maybe we get shared enough. Maybe we could get some AEW folks to come into the studio oh. and do a few interviews. I was I'd love to have my absolute favorite AEW roster member come in. You know who my favorite is? Who? Pharaoh. Cody's dog. I'd love to introduce favorite. I'd love for him to play with my dog Russell. It'd be a good time. Um, so, <laughs> um, so, uh, so, yeah, share the show. All that said, speaking of sharing, I had a lot of sharing going on today on social media. For those of you who follow me on social media, Round one of the tag team tournament kicked off, uh, ladies okay. and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, we're back All to tag right. teams. <laughs> yeah. You already know what I'm going to say. Jack was wrong. Jack, 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 was Jack wrong. was wrong. Jack was wrong. Jack was wrong. Uh, I'm just going to like symphony it. I disagree. <laughs> I believe I was correct with a slight asterisk. You, you truly are a part of the inner circle. <laughs> The evil just jumped out this, of you. This is, this is. <laughs> I'm a face. I'm a good guy. Um, did, I was blown away. First off, this match blew me away. This yeah. was such a fun match. This this is exactly what I want to see in tag team wrestling. So much fun. Obviously, a huge upset win. I think it's fair to say not a single person on the planet saw this coming, and it's fair to not count it against anyone's brackets. But I will say that that uh, it was fun. Uh, Why don't we co- ask the chat who they thought they was going to win? I'm pretty sure you were not the only person on the planet. Jessica, what did you, you think of the match in general? What did you think of Private Party and the Young Bucks? This is kind of their both of their first real showing as individual tag teams. It was so much fun. They were both flipping all over the place. They did a lot of movements in sync, which was really cool. Yeah. And um, I enjoyed like this moment. I believe it was Matt Jackson. Yeah. Uh, someone from party, uh, Private Party was like mm-hmm. dying on the ground, and he like mouthed. He was like, did I do that? And I just thought it was <laughs> hilarious. That was like a, a standout moment for me. The Bucks are very cheeky. Yeah. They're very cheeky. It was I, funny. I love, I love the Young Bucks. Roger, how about you? How did you feel about uh, this match? It was perfect. It was such a perfect match. I, I forget the, their individual names from Private uh, Sorry, Private Party. Yeah. Uh, there was a sequence where like one of them jumped out, and then he decided to jump again, and then he Mark jumped Quinn. again. It was Mark Quinn. Yeah. It was like five or six times that he dove out there. That mm-hmm. brought the crowd in. It, it got me hyped. What was so great about that sequence, because I agree, that, that that definitely got me invested yeah. in this match, how he upped the ante every time he jumped. Like, the first time he just kind of, like, jumped, and then he, like, springboarded, and then he did, like, the backflip, mm-hmm. and it was just, con- it was like, boom, 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 and um, I thought, yeah, everything about this match was just so much fun. The the interact like the uh, the fluidity is what I'm looking mm-hmm. for. That's the word I'm looking for, and how that they were able to just go from one thing to the next without slowing down, but with also out feeling like they were just trying to hit spots. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it felt like it was a it was a, a match, not just doing spots, but it was tons of spots. That was really fun. And the young bucks 
they they definitely believe in these guys. For them to put out that display for them out there and to have that confidence in them to push forward as the tag team to beat, they they just beat mm-hmm. the Young Bucks, who's arguably the greatest tag team of the past five, seven years. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been all over the world fighting the greatest wrestlers, and they just beat them on national television. That's a great honor. Yeah, I love how AEW said from the beginning they want to really push the tag team division, and they are absolutely doing that. Uh, Private Party moves on. Uh, Jessica, is this the right call? Do you think that you want to see more of them moving forward, or was should they have kept it the, the bigger stars currently, the Young Bucks in the tournament? No, I agree. I think it was cool that we're giving some... Some new guys, some shine. And like he said, if they gave them this chance, maybe they might go even further, you know? Maybe your bracket is just going to get further destroyed. Listen, I... So, I hope they go all the way. Before we talk about masks and being wrong or being right, anything can happen in pro wrestling. This isn't over. And I believe, I know, because I've never been wrong... This is going to work out. I'm going to be right. We're going to look back and go, Jack, you are a genius. Trust me. So, um, okay. I have my mask ready already. So, you have- <laughs> oh, so It's already ready to go. It's ready to go. Um, so, uh, right, so, uh, <laughs> get it. He's getting get nervous now. Hard. It's going to happen. So, so uh, speaking of tag team matches, we had another tag team match. We had um, uh, the... <laughs> Thank you for the music. That's great. Yes, we had uh, uh, Sakura and Priestley versus Riho and Dr. Britt Baker. And I thought this was just a really well-booked match in the sense that we got to see a lot of star power as far as the women's division goes. We also got to see, I think, a lot of people look good in this match. Uh, Jessica, watching this match, we obviously see the the first ever AEW Women's Champion of the World in action, plus a few new characters. Mm What did you think of what we saw today? I loved it, and uh, I have to say Britt Baker, best dress woman of the night, <laughs> love the dental details, and I'm also super impressed that she is a real-life doctor. That's, That's amazing. So cool. Glitter as and, well. Yeah. I'm, the sparkles. I'm a big sparkle guy. I'm really impressed. Um, also, by her education, but the sparkles, yeah. too. You know? <laughs> sparkles, education. Mm-hmm. Too. Um, yeah, and I also thought it was really cool that... Uh, They said that Sakura actually trained Riho when she was nine years old. So it was like trainer versus the trainee. Kind of full circle moment. That's pretty cool. That was a great little detail that they threw in Mm -hmm. there. At at one point, I think it was JR that asked Excalibur, can you tell us a little bit more about her? Mm -hmm. So I like that everyone's honest. Everyone's trying to learn more about these people. And I think it was great. That was cool. Yeah. I thought it was weird. Uh, Sakura started doing the the We Will, Will Rock You stomp, stomp, clap, and people boo. That was like the one time people booed. And I was like, how are you going to boo? We will rock you. I mean, people don't like Queen? I don't know. I, um, that was like the one thing. They're like, no, we're not into that. Sorry. Well, we are okay with attacking people. We're okay with throwing th- people through tables. But we will not stomp, stomp, clap. Not here in Boston. <laughs> um, but one of the things, the reason I say this was good booking is because, uh, as mentioned, Riho gets another win, so she solidifies how, how good she is as 
as the champion. And we got to see uh, Priestley and Baker look like they're going to have a bit of a rivalry, and it kind of builds them up to do more. Roger, are you looking forward to, to more of these two? Yeah, and I actually really like what they've done with Britt Baker. I don't know if they've ever done that before. Usually when someone is a doctor or if they're any type of profession, they really lean in on that gimmick. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It, it, this feels so... It, it feels good. It's an actual person. She doesn't have to be mm-hmm. defined by being a dentist. She doesn't have to come out there with a drill. drill. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> like, she feels like a... Th- right. <laughs> Imagine with, like, a stethoscope now for some reason. <laughs> Just, like, it could have been a lot worse. I mean, think back to, like, the 90s with Isaac Yankum. Exactly. Like yes. Stuff like that. Or the, there were, like, hockey players that used to come out, like, in full garb. Like, right. So it's, it's refreshing to see something like that. So I think that makes her a bigger thread because like you said she has her education so she could do other stuff besides this she's a badass she's a badass she absolutely is and she she's really good too it's not like oh well she's done these things so we want to promote her it's she's really really good at what she mm-hmm. does and i believe we're going to see a lot of her moving forward because she is i think a really good example to to people that you can do both you can achieve the you can go to college mm-hmm. you can get a big very difficult education and still pursue dreams of being a pro wrestler and doing these things. I think she's a great example for people. Yeah. She's really cool. I love her. Um, <laughs> she's my... I think I think she's going to be... I think looking back in a few years, she's going to be the women's wrestler of AEW. I think she's going to be the one with the titles. She's going to be the one that really headlines that division, in my opinion. I think she's the one. That's a prediction I might agree with. <laughs> yes. I don't want to let it get to your head. Um, yeah, so, and and uh, Priestley, I think, the, just, I love it when two people look like they visually should clash, and yeah. you can see them standing in the ring and they look like they they would go at it. There'd be some fisticuffs between them. So uh, I am definitely looking forward to that. And something I'm also looking forward to is our new news segment. Not new news segment. We had a news segment last time. But we got a new news segment this time. But Jessica O'Connor. Jessica, take it away. Well, this is really (laughs) exciting, you guys. AEW announced a brand new YouTube series covering the dark matches AEW dark so we have some competition in the AEW YouTube world now yeah but it's a little bit different so tell them a little bit more about what they can get from this channel yeah, Roger, in fact, that goes to, to your kind of segment. You watch the show. We all watch the show, but I wanted you to talk about it because I know you were a big fan. Yeah, I could either do it now or later. Um, all right. <laughs> unless, unless there's other news for now. Yeah, jump, jump right <laughs> well, in. I'm yeah, like, let him take the, 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 cool, take the wheel. Yeah, the cool thing about this is... If you've ever gone to a wrestling show, they always have dark matches. So dark matches are matches that kind of get the crowd going, get them riled up before the actual main event comes on air. Um, And sometimes they even have dark matches after the show to send the crowd happy home. Uh, So AEW is doing something really unique by putting all of these matches on YouTube for people to just enjoy. They're good five, ten minute matches where you could just take a look at everyone's skill set and enjoy a match. And what's really cool about this, they're counting their wins and losses as part of their records. So as we know, AEW is counting wins and losses overall. And I think that's really cool because that way everyone could keep up. You could do your own notes at home, stuff like that. Um, 
And one of the highlights, one of the matches that I really enjoyed from the dark matches this week was uh, Darby Allen was in competition against Seema, who's a veteran wrestler. He's been wrestling for like 20, 25 years. And it was a great example of how you use a dark match. Darby Allen went out there, did a great display. He's already gone out against uh, Cody in the past two months. Uh, he had that Cracker Barrel match uh, last mm-hmm. month. And then now he's the number one contender for the title. So this is just another way to keep elevating your wrestlers and just highlight like why they deserve to be where they're at. So I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that match. I enjoyed this segment, and I, I love it. I think it's great. I think that Darby Allen is absolutely going to be a star. He is phenomenal. I think he has all the things you're looking for. He's super young. He's a good-looking guy. He's got a cool move set. He moves so fast. Um, but before we give away the farm, let's go ahead and talk about his match today. It was for the number one contendership, which is a huge, huge deal. Uh, Jimmy Havoc versus Darby Allen in uh, an interesting match. Jessica... Tell us about it. What did you think of these two? Well, you know, I guess my thing is the celebrity comparisons. And Jimmy Havoc (laughs) is uh, Marilyn Manson in Mad Max. Am I wrong? Ooh, Whoa. I love it. I love okay. it. Okay. Okay. That says a lot. That I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw you under the bus a little bit. Backstage, <laughs> you were like, he looks like Marilyn Manson. Like it wasn't. <laughs> he did not seem scary when you were talking about him backstage. He's terrifying it's, to me. It, it's in Mad Max, though. You Once you get to, the Mad, I yeah. get it. I get what, it. Once you add that, he he has such a scary look, and I think that he obviously came up short today, so he's gonna have to get some more wins for this. But I could see him being kind of like an Undertaker figure in AEW. Mm. I mean, that's a huge, huge comparison. But he's got that scary look that I think if you're the person in the ring and his music hits, you're going to be terrified. Uh, <laughs> he Roger, has kind of like a moodiness uh, to him, yeah. too, though. Yeah. You know, he's like, 15 years I've been hurting. <laughs> <laughs> like, he didn't just want to be scary. He wanted to let you know. He's like, I've been suffering. <laughs> he, was, he was doing some uh, some tongue wagging as well. A lot of people sticking their tongues out in this episode. It's the new thing. Um, now, obviously, Darby is going to be the, the talk of the town here in a second. Tell us a bit about Jimmy Havoc, though. Where, what are your thoughts on this guy? I, I mean, his name is Jimmy Havoc. Like, would you date a guy called Jimmy Havoc? Like, that's horrifying. I would date a guy named Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc. <laughs> that's a horrifying name. And then he shows up to his date wearing that. Like, can you imagine? Like, Knocks on your door. His Tinder profile is not doing well. Pictures from the eyes up only. But lucky for us, you know, he went face-to-face against Darby Allin, who I'm sure had no fear at all. Like I said, they had that battle back at All In, I believe, or All Out. Mm-hmm. And they had the Cracker Barrel match where they threw thumbtacks in his mouth and they wrapped his mouth in it. Ugh. Yeah. So Ugh. obviously these guys are not scared of anything. I think Jimmy Havoc has a lot of wins ahead of him. He just has to focus. <laughs> yes. And he, um, and yeah, I agree. I think Jimmy Havoc is, is amazing. Darby Allen though, came up big here. He kind of took a beating for most of the match and then hit some, some moves and, and got the win. I love his springboard swan dive oh, arm so drag. Good. It's so, it's so pretty. It's so I, good. I, I'm, not, I'm not scared to call him Pretty, pretty, pretty move. Uh, I love his, his like flip over stunner as well. Such a cool move there. He, he has a suicide dive that's from the bottom floor, like the like the middle rope, not the middle. Like so, it's yeah. it's kind of unique. I saw it in the dark match against Sima, and it's different. Like he just throws himself, and then his finisher. Oh my god, his finisher is so good. Yeah, the, the coffin, the, the coffin drop. Yeah, yeah. 
It's so simple, but it's actually so cool. It looks cool. amazing. I say simple, but if you ask me to jump backwards like this off the top rope, I'm like, no. Nope. nope. You see me like, I, I step back down to the, the, the canvas, and I'm like, okay, just fall backwards. No, 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 no. It's a trust fall. It's a trust fall. And he, especially on the dark match, well, he ate it a few times. Yeah. And, and this match with Cody, he really ate it on, on the, the apron. Ugh. Oh, that hurts. Poor guy. I, like, I, hopefully that's not his finisher when he's like 45, 50. Yeah. Like, at if some he, point. If he makes it He's going to have to have a different finisher. Yeah, because that that looked like it. That looks like quite the um, quite the painful move. What are, what are your thoughts on Darby Allen, Jessica? Well, he, I... I obviously he's good guy at the moment, but he has like an edge to him. I like that he has the skateboarding background that makes him really unique. And I think because he comes from that skateboarding world, he's always going to have kind of like a chip on his shoulder. I like that. That's true. Yeah, you can look up some of his videos online, and he has some some pretty sick looking moves. I'm not you know skateboarding. I actually pulled up a clip from his Twitter page. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, Let's take a look. Josh in the booth coming through. Oh, look at this. It is oh my oh god, that's insane. Win. This is what actually was uh, telling you guys oh. earlier. Oh. He slams and gets back up like it's nothing. See, this is why he's perfect for wrestling. He, he has no fear and he's not afraid to fall. Obviously. Yeah. Flip Look at that. Bam. And uh, into the quarter fight. I can no. totally <laughs> see how the two worlds collided for him. I can already feel my ankle twisting just watching this. The uh, mohawk, it, though. Oh, my it's God. It's so good. By the way, him bringing this into wrestling, when have we ever seen someone come down the aisle, like, <laughs> skateboarding? It's gotta be like, that's so cool. Well, how have they not? Now, looking back on it, it's one of those things that's so obvious. It's like the Sixth Sense. Spoiler alert. The whole thing's obvious. <laughs> um, uh, if you haven't seen the Sixth Sense yet, I mean, it's are you going to? It's like a 30-year uh, spoiler. Like, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, so, um, I am really excited. I love... Again, something that AEW does so well is they put stakes on the matches. Yeah. It's like, things matter. Like, already, these two guys are having to match for a world title shot. I mean, spoiler alert here, I don't think he's going to win because Jericho's building up to a match with Cody. But it's still a huge deal. And I, Darby, I, again, long-term, if I could buy stock in a wrestler, I would be buying up all the Darby Allen stock right now. Do you think he has a chance against Jericho, or is this just going to be a... I always have uh, hope. I think that's what wrestling's about. It's about having hope. Because there's always a wrestler no that... Hope. <laughs> no hope. No chance. No chance. <laughs> no. There is a lot of hope. Don't listen to them. <laughs> I, I think anytime you have an underdog going against... I mean, he's going against Jericho in his inner circle. That's a tough battle. Mm-hmm. And this guy has been able to go head-to-head against Cody, against other people, and I think he has a really legitimate shot to at least get a a two-and-a-half count. (laughs) Two-and-a-half? Like, I think there's a lot of hope, to be honest. Do you think, uh, Jessica, do you think he loses, if we're playing a little bit of predictions here, is he going to lose outright, or is he going to... I'm just assuming he's losing. Do you think it's going to be like an outright loss? Or do you think that we're going to see shenanigans that cost him the match? Is it going to finish? Is the match going to finish? Definitely some shenanigans. I I feel like because it's kind of an odd pairing to begin with, it's this new kid on the block versus like a... An old seasoned veteran, like right. they're he's they're not going to just let it be a beat down, you know. If he's right. struggling, maybe someone's going to come in and help. I have a feeling it's going to be a classic. I think it's going to be so good. I think it's going to be a really good match. I think it's going to be match of the night. 
next week. You're right. I'm getting excited now. I um, think that, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. going to be great. I think it's going to be such a good match. And um, I, as I said, I, I do have a, a lot of time for Darby Allen. Um, we touched on it a little bit, but I wanted to dive in more to the John Moxley, uh, Sean Spears match. Um, the uh, actually, you know, before I before I do that, I, I skipped a segment. Look, episode two. Give me some time. I forgot <laughs> to do our elite. Of the week. Elite of the week. Oh. Today, the elite <laughs> of the week. Oh, funky. Our like elite of the week. That's right. We're spicing it up a little bit. Getting a few, getting a few little uh, drops in here. Elite of the week. This week, I think, has to be Darby Allen. I mean, he won a big match on AEW Dark. He went on to become the number one contender tonight. I just put him over big time, and that's the biggest reward. And now he's going to go on to the to, to face the champ. Today, this week, Darby Allen, you're in the Hall of Farmer. You are the Elite of the Week. And feel free to let us know who your Elite of the Week is if you disagree in the comments, or if someone else different stood out to you, and let us know I, why. I like that. that. Was your Elite of the Week. <laughs> Oh, that yes. was, so that was cool. great. Yes. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah, put it in the comments. Who was your elite of the week? Was it me being a part of the oh, inner God. circle? Was <laughs> it <laughs> Was it was it uh was it any of the other wrestlers? A lot of good performances uh here today. But so back over to to Sean Spears, John Moxley. Uh I was I don't know why, but the biggest takeaway I had from this match was John Moxley was wearing tights. For some reason he should, I feel like he should be wearing jeans. Maybe it's his old uh his old stomping ground days yeah. in uh, the WWE. He feels like a jeans guy, right? He, he seems like a jeans guy. But I guess he did He's wear changed. tights in Japan. But uh what did you guys take away from this match? Did you guys uh pull anything from it or was it kinda just uh a filler match? How'd you feel? This is probably the weakest match for me. Yeah. I, this is kind of where... I mean, all of them were good, but if my attention was to pull away, mm-hmm. it would probably be this one. I think Moxley is a brawler, and that type of style is kind of hard sometimes to adjust with other wrestlers. Mm-hmm. So I think you kind of need another... That's why I'm looking forward to when him and Kenny Omega go face-to-face, because I think Kenny Omega's the type of wrestler that could keep up with that type of style. Because when you're a brawler, you're just going in there, you're swinging, you're mm-hmm. just throwing stuff. And so that doesn't always... It, it, it's good, but it's not always entertaining. <laughs> right. Yeah. The the biggest takeaway I had from this match is going into it, I felt like we had two of the top guys for AEW coming into it, but leaving my my thoughts on Sean Spears is his stock is is taking a dive right now. He lost to Cody. He lost again today. Uh, similar, almost to a, he's like a heel version of Hangman. Is he gonna come back, or is this what we should expect from him? Actually, for him, I'm a little worried. Because where does he go from here? I, I don't know if his style meshes well in terms of being able to rack up wins. And he needs to find that in him. He needs to find a way to close out matches. And I don't think he's developed that yet. Granted, right. he's only fought pretty big names. So I think he kind of needs to come down a bit and try to adjust his style to try and rack those up. Yeah, you think maybe try to... Uh Maybe have some matches with a few enhancement talent guys. Some, yeah, some, some tag uh, team matches. He needs. He needs yeah. to. Um, he's worthy enough to be fighting guys like John Moxley and Cody. But obviously, he can't get the job done. So I think he yeah. needs to go back to the drawing board and figure out what he needs to do to go back to fight those guys in the future. 
Yeah, I think he's definitely the type of character that you need to feed people to. You need yeah. to feed him people. Like he, some characters, they can Cody can lose matches and he's still great. Mm-hmm. But um, someone like Sean Spears needs to win. I think. Yeah. Uh, Jessica, at this point with with Sean Spears and what you've seen so far, are you like, yes, I want to see him get pushed some more, get some wins, and do some things? Or are you like, who is this guy? <laughs> I hate to say it, but I feel like I'm kind of more who is this guy. He got lost in the shuffle for me tonight. I think that's fair. I think it's a fair comment. I, I'm a fan of the guy, so I like him, but I can definitely see um, if all you've seen is AEW, I mean, he has a cool hood and he's got a cool manager, but outside of that, he, it's it's kind of tough. I hope he's able to bounce back from this, but I don't know what he's going to do. Uh, maybe maybe turn turn face because he's got to help this group of faces battle yeah. the group of heels, which I do love how we're seeing the line drawn. I like when lines <laughs> are drawn and we see the good and the bad and we see the the inner circle being chased off by the ragtag group of good guys and rebe- rebels. Uh, do you want to see like a group battle between these guys or are you like where do you think this is going? Are we going to see kind of more gang warfare or is this just because uh, I feel the like good they're kind of playing it, it up in that way. Yeah, they are. It's they're, starting to look like <laughs> by episode two, they're already like we're the inner yeah. circle. This is us. It's very much. Yeah, you're right. A line drawn in the sand. Cool. Well, um, so we, 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 we talked a bit about uh, the Jimmy Havoc match that's coming up and um, against, not Jimmy Havoc match, the uh, the Darby Allen match against Jericho, uh, but we also have a match, Dr. Britt Baker versus Riho. Are you guys looking forward to that? What do you think is going to happen next week with that? I really like them both. So, yeah, yeah it's going to be interesting to see. You know, when you like two people, it's interesting to see who you lean towards in that situation where they're head-to-head. Yeah, that's a pay-per-view worthy match. I think it's yeah. a bit too soon to be honest. That that match, we should be paying for. Mm-hmm. That match is not ending clean. <laughs> Priestley's, Priestley's getting involved. You heard it here first, folks. Don't tune, tune in tomorrow. Not next week. But I'm saying, this is what's going to happen. Priestley's getting involved. Uh, I'm just going to put it out there. I think Britt Baker, again, I think she's the star. She's my favorite female wrestler in uh, in AEW right now, so I definitely want to see more of her. I think we're definitely getting treated to that. I think that's going to be really fun. Um, last of all, just for funsies, who's your current favorite AEW characters right now? Roger, you go first. Oh, um, I'm still I, feet, I'm to, a, feet to the fire. Oh, oh, I'm a huge fan of Cody. <laughs> I'm, I'm always going to love Cody. Buff Bill Clinton. Buff Bill Clinton. <laughs> yes. I, I'm like I said, I love Brit. She's really inspiring. So she's my favorite now. So we've got we've got one Cody, one Brit. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna say MJF right now. That was my biggest pop okay. of the night. Okay. People if I in the cast my vote too. Josh in the booth. <laughs> I'm, it's a little bit out there, but I just love. I don't know what it is. I just love his mannerisms and everything. I gotta go with Orange Cassidy. Okay. Orange Cassidy, yes. He was great today. Like that guy there was a little kid at the at the dark match. Yeah. He looked so cute. Like this guy has a bunch of talent. He has so much charisma. I think a lot of people are going to dress up as him for Halloween, if not this year, <laughs> then next year when they get more time to know him. Uh, we are running out of time, though, so, Roger, why don't you go ahead and tell all the lovely viewers where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Roger underscore Corral, or look up Beef Supreme on Instagram. 
at Jessica O'Connor underscore on Instagram or at Jay O'Connor with three N's because two N's was taken on Twitter. <laughs> and I'm Jack Farmer. You can find me at jackcfarmer.com. You can also find me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. I am also a host on the WWE Raw After Show, which you can check out every Monday night at 9 p.m. here on AfterBuzz TV. From all of us and Josh in the booth, thank you and good night. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 